Hello, my name is Ben Burrell and welcome back to Bob Dylan Album by Album, a podcast that takes an in-depth look at each Bob Dylan studio recording record by record. Before we start today's episode, just a quick reminder, we are on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a follow for some bonus bits on this episode and to vote on what albums we're going to be covering on future episodes. You can find us at Bob Dylan Podcast. This is episode three and it's all about a confident dark record that wasn't without controversy. This is Modern Times. August 2006, Modern Times found Bob in the middle of a very successful period. The preceding albums Love and Theft in 2001 and Time Out of Mind in 97 had both received critical acclaim and impressive sales, and that would only be continued here, but even more so. In fact, this LP would go on to shift 4 million copies worldwide, as well as being his first album to hit number one on the Billboard 200 since Desire, and arguably his best work since that period too, although from a personal standpoint, I always point out episode one's album, Oh Mercy, as a high point between the two. This record would finish yet another Dylan trilogy. We had that classic trio of 60s albums, then another triplicate in the 70s, starting with Blood on the Tracks, The Christian Period, and more recently, those three albums of standards covers. Dylan likes a trio, and despite his thoughts to the contrary, these three records finishing with Modern Times feel like they're related. Just like on Time Out of Mind, and to a lesser extent its follow-up, this album is delivered by a man coming to terms with his mortality and his place in the modern world. The lyrics appear to reference past happenings and a desire to reproduce old times. This is all told against a backdrop of blues, rockabilly, ragtime and more than occasional nods to jazz. Sonically, it's also a really concise record. The whole album, with maybe the exception of track 8 and track 10 Ain't Talking, sound like a nightclub set, almost like the narrator is telling us these stories from his life in one final club night in a jazz basement bar somewhere. That feeling is captured brilliantly on track two, Spirit on the Water. It's seven minutes and 41 seconds of a reflective mood depicting a story of ruined paradise. Dylan croons his way through the 20 verses, delivering a love song wrapped up in a cautionary tale. Spirit on the water, darkness on the face of the deep. I keep thinking about you, baby, and I can't hardly sleep. I love the atmosphere in this song, it's so intimate, and it's created with some really simple chords. The guitars and piano shift between A and E, occasionally flipping over to D and then back again. It creates that mellow mood which is momentarily broken on the song's bridge as we shift to an F sharp and then a B minor, adding a creeping note of doubt to the sound, mirroring that tonal shift in the lyrics. Listen to verse 9 when Dylan sings When you're with me, I'm a thousand times happier than I could ever say, which is accompanied by that melodic, contented AED chord structure, to then hearing lines about him being as pale as a ghost, where we shift to those more sour sounds of F sharp and B minor. When you're with me, I'm a thousand times happier than I could ever say. What does it matter? 
It's almost like we're hearing a narrative flipping between the past and present, paradise and ruin paradise, or even the living and the dead. The chords manage to perfectly frame the lyrics without feeling cumbersome or gimmicky, and crucially, without interrupting the flow of the song. The lyrics towards the end of the tune also offer something else too, as Dylan sings, You think I'm over the hill, you think I'm past my prime, let me see what you've got, we can have a whomping good time. I can't go to paradise no more I killed a man back there You think I'm over the hill Think I'm past my In fact, it's even possible to read those last lines as a more autobiographical comment from Dylan on his own career, an almost celebration of this run of form he's on. And why shouldn't he highlight that? Before these three albums, Bob was hardly the toast of the music critic. Here, though, he knows he's in fine form and that confidence shines through. This is something that reappears on this record a lot. Despite these doomed stories of the past told by our weary narrator, there's a real confidence to the delivery. There's poignant moments, but you wouldn't describe them as frail. They're nostalgic and they yearn for the past, but there's no desperation present. That confidence really flows on album opener Thunder on the Mountain, with Dylan giving us a slick delivery that's got pace and charisma, and even finds time to name-check Alicia Keys. This is all done over some really great, fast, bluesy rock instrumentation. Just on that Alicia Keys name check, the album is 44 seconds old when Dylan delivers his first in a long line of obvious influences. He sings, I was thinking about Alicia Keys. Couldn't help from crying. She was born in Hell's Kitchen. I was living down the line. I'm wondering where in the world Alicia Keys could be. Which isn't a million miles away from Memphis Minnie's 1940s song, Ma Rainey. I'm thinking about Ma Rainey. What a way could Ma Rainey be? I've been looking for her. Even been all ten. This happens throughout modern times. Dylan constantly takes someone else's work and reproduces it. Take track three, for example, Rolling and Tumbling, which is clearly a nod to the Hambone Willie Newburn song of the same name. Have a listen to Dylan's version. And now Willie's. 
And I rode a night, tumble and I cried the whole night long. Elsewhere, there's obvious comparisons between track four when the deal goes down. Soul to soul, our shadows roll, and I'll be with you when the deal goes down. And a Bing Crosby track called Where the Blue of the Night. Where the blue of the night meets the gold of the day. There's also many examples of lyrics being lifted from the 19th century poet Henry Timrod's work, not to mention a heavy influence from first century Roman poet Ovid on many lines too. In the liner notes for the album, there's no credit given to any other artists, and it lists all songs being written by Bob Dylan, which obviously calls some controversy on first discovery, but in a postmodern world of sampling where contemporary artists like Kanye West and Frank Ocean are stitching old songs and old melodies together and referencing other artists' work, the more that time goes on, the less of an issue I feel this becomes. It also serves the album's main theme really well. I don't think it's a coincidence that Dylan is telling us these nostalgic stories using songs and ideas from times gone by. In fact, Bob himself appears quite open about this reusing. In an interview with Newsweek, he said, Well, you have to understand, I'm not a melodist. My songs are either based on old Protestant hymns, Carter family songs, or variation of the blues form. It's no secret that Bob's been borrowing from traditional songs right from the very start of his career, and while obviously it would have been nice to have some credit in the album notes for the other artists, from a legal standpoint, due to much of the source material's age, it isn't essential. On track five, Someday Baby, there's yet more borrowing, this time from an old standard called Worried Life Blues. It would end up doing good business for Bob, though, after being issued as the album's lead single and featuring in an iTunes advert. Its 12-bar blues shuffle make for the most accessible Dylan single in years. I don't care what you do I don't care what you say I don't care where you go Or how long you stay Someday, baby You ain't gonna work for me Those three electric guitars sound great, all riffing along, giving it a really nice jazz sound. And like many of the songs on the record, there's a live feel here too. But the sounds of it, they cut the songs live and added overdubs later. Occasionally, there's some great little moments of realness captured in the recordings because of this. The slightly distorted drum crescendo at the end of Rolling and Tumbling, for example, or the talking at the start of Working Man's Blues number two, not to mention Dylan's breathing between verses on a multiple of songs. And on this track, you can almost hear the guitar's live chemistry as they spark off each other. It really helps to make the songs jam, for want of a better word. This is a typical blues song. Our narrator is chastising a woman for wronging him. Dylan's delivery is scalding to match, making these lyrics, which once again centre around the past and being young, really shine. There's a nice juxtaposition too. The spite of these lyrics against that bouncy shuffle of the instrumentation really works well. Dylan sings, I try to be friendly, I try to be kind. Now I'm going to drive you from your home like I was driven out of mine. I try to be friendly. Someday, baby, you ain't gonna worry about me. 
After rehearsing the album, recording sessions were held in Clinton Studios in Manhattan, where the record was recorded digitally with Bob's touring band in roughly three weeks. He himself produces under the pseudonym Jack Frost and does a pretty good job. Sonically, the album sounds quite modern. That live sound I mentioned earlier works really well. The drums, although pretty straightforward, don't ever come across as flat, and the guitars again sounding live feel quite spontaneous. The instrumentation isn't anywhere near as exciting as Desire or Oh Mercy, but it does make for a consistent sounding record. Dylan's voice is also in fine form too. I'd argue this is the best we hear his voice during this part of his career. There's plenty of songs and albums to enjoy after modern times, but from a purely vocal perspective, this is one of the last times we really hear his voice firing on all cylinders. And one of the best vocals on the album is track four, When the Deal Goes Down. There's an intimate quality about it that's encapsulating. In the still of the night In the world's ancient light Where wisdom grows up in strength There's some really nice instrumentation here too. Listen to the electric guitars playing the chords. One's panned in the left, closely mirrored by another in the right, playing the same chords but higher up on the fretboard in yet another homage to jazz. Each invisible prayer is like a cloud in the air. Tomorrow keeps turning around. Again, it feels like our narrator is addressing the past with regret. There's a great line about the pathways of life and some biblical references too, which could be a continuation of the famous 2004 interview where Dylan claimed he made a deal with the commander-in-chief of this world and the one we can't see. But there's also a feeling of everlasting love here too, love that can transition worlds, like our narrator is speaking to someone beyond the grave, looking back over their time together and waiting to be reunited. Dylan sings, In this earthy domain, full of disappointment and pain, I owe my heart to you. In this earthly domain, full of disappointment and pain, you never see me frown. I owe my heart to you, and let's say it, it true, and I'll be with you when the deep down. The video for the song also appears to continue that theme as we see Scarlett Johansson appearing in old home footage whilst her character enjoys happy times. It's almost like we're watching it through the eyes of the narrator as he takes a moment to look back over his memories. That feeling of love beyond this world is continued on to track seven, Beyond the Horizon, with Dylan singing lines about love waiting forever. Beyond the horizon in the springtime of fall Love waits forever For and for all Despite that subject matter, there's still confidence present too. Death is laced all over this song, but there's no fear. It's almost like our narrator is looking it right in the eyes and challenging it. That attitude is also the basis for album Closer, Ain't Talking. Dylan sounds like he's singing from the end of the world and he's in acidic form. He delivers lines with a punchy half-snarl, singing, Ain't talking, just walking. I'll burn that bridge before you can cross. Heart burning, still yearning. There'll be no mercy for you once you've lost. Ain't talking, just walking. I'll burn that bridge before you can cross. 
Our narrator finally sounds like he's shedding his demons in one defiant moment. He's been weighed down by these stories and memories from his life, and now it's time to leave. It's almost like he's passing on to another world, especially when we hear the song's final verse, Ain't talking, just walking, up the road, around the bend, heart burning, still yearning, in the last outback of the world's end. Ain't talking, just a walking, up the road, around the Musically, it's a sprawling eight minutes of defiant tension. Those violin parts sound like they creep around the song's melody, and the acoustic-picked guitar that drives the tune has a mystical quality about it. This is all backed up with some brushed drums and really nice instrumental sections between the verses with some lazy two-pronged guitar noodling. It's a definite departure from the rest of the album's jazz nightclub set, and in that regard shares a lot with track eight, Nettie Moore. Oh, I miss you, Nettie Moore And my happiness is over Winter's gone, the river's on the rise I loved you then, and ever shall But this new one here left to town The world has gone black both these songs sound as similar to 1976's album Desire as Dylan is likely to get again. There's some excellent violin parts in both and some more varied instrumentation, which comes as a nice gear change for this record. They also briefly continue that gypsy theme found on that album, something we discuss at length in episode two of this podcast. The final song I wanted to mention is the album's best, track six, Working Man's Blues number two. On these trio of albums I mentioned at the very start, it feels like we're operating on a one classic song per album policy. Love and Theft had Mississippi, Time Out of Mind had Make You Feel My Love, well, Modern Times has Working Man Blues number two. I know not everyone will agree, Dylan scholar Clinton Halen described this song as lazy, but for me, from the opening piano to when the band kicks in after the first verse to the wonderful line of you are dearer to me than myself as you yourself can see, to that final instrumentation at the end with a light violin closing proceedings, this is Dylan at his absolute best and it's a joy to listen to. There's an evening haze settling over town Starlight by the edge of the creek Buying power of the proletariat's gone down Money's getting shallow and weak Well, the place I love best is a sweet memory It's a new path that we trod They say low wages are reality If we want to compete abroad There's such a great everyman quality to this. It could be a hymn sung on the picket line. That lyric about steel rails and closing eyes puts us in the mind once again of our weary narrator, and there's yet more references to time gone by in the opening line of Starlight by the Edge of the Creek. Even the title is a reference to the past. The song Working Man Blues number one was by Merle Haggard, although for once on this album, the songs don't actually sound similar. 
Musically, we have a descending melody that recalls a similar dropping line from Dylan's back catalogue, most notably songs like Sad-Eyed Lady of the Lowlands and Stuck Inside a Mobile. And just like those 60s songs, the production is very straight. The main chords are played on a piano with a picked acoustic guitar and an electric plays a bar chord at the start of each bar. This solid, no-frills production really suits the down-to-earth working men theme perfectly. As a song, it's not quite as focused as the others here, and at times it does feel like a collection of thoughts and verses rather than a tale or an argument, but what it lacks in cohesion, it more than makes up in becoming the record's melodic centrepiece, almost acting as a big-hitting crowd-pleaser in the middle of that nightclub set, another example of the confidence on this record. Bob's recorded a pop ballad, and it sounds like he's really enjoying it. Them I won't forget, but you are remember always. Old memories of you to me have clung. You wounded me with your words. Gonna have to straighten out your tongue. It's all true, everything you've heard. Meet me at the bottom, don't lag behind. Bring me my boots and shoes. You can hang back or fight your best on the front line. Sing a little bit of these working bands. With modern times, Dylan created a record full of vignettes from a life lived, and with any life it has some regrets, some happy memories and a whole load of stories to tell. By the final note, you really feel Dylan might be closer to Anna Rater than you first thought. There's definitely some personal experience buried in these lyrics. What remains is a jewel in the crown for this act of his career. He showed the world there was still life in the ageing icon yet with a big new album that, ironically, was made up of older musical styles and even older lyrics. This was not a record for modern times, but it certainly cemented his place within them. Well, meet me at the bottom, don't lag behind. Bring me my boots and shoes. You can hang back or find your best on the front line. Sing a little bit of these working Thank you for listening to me talk about Modern Times, a truly remarkable record. It's my favourite modern, if we can call it that, Bob Dylan album. I just think it's so great. I keep coming back to it time and time again. If you could subscribe to the podcast if you liked what you just heard. Also, if you could give us a rating, that'd be great. Five stars or four stars. No need to go any lower than that whatsoever. Uh, also, as I mentioned before, we're on social media. If you want to continue the conversation about this episode, at Bob Dylan Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. I'll be back next week with a special episode. So join me then.